So let me ask you, what are five things that you love about yourself? Okay, I can do this. I love my eyes. And one of the reasons I love my eyes is I can see flecks of green in them that remind me of my mom's eyes. Mm, that's nice. Um, I have learned to love my butt. <laughs> just said it's, that to Andrew. It's quite, it's quite large, but I am going to say thank goodness because growing up, I remember I had this big butt and I used to tell my girlfriends, you just wait one day the butt is going to be the sexy part of the body. And we would all just laugh and laugh and laugh. And lo and behold, J-Lo and Kim Kardashian come along and I'm like, I am like walking in the sun now. <laughs> Thank you, Lizzo. <laughs> we love you, Lizzo. <laughs> uh, I love my hands. I love my fingers. I have like these really lovely long fingers. Um, I love my smile. I think it just, I, I, my mom always used to say, oh, Cher, you do not have a poker face. So you always know how I'm feeling. So if I'm smiling, it's genuine. Mm -hmm. um, and then I love my, let's see, I've got one more. I was just going to say, I actually love my stomach. It's, a, it's relatively flat. I have a big scar on it from endometriosis surgery which I thought when I was younger and I got it, I just thought, oh my goodness, this is the end of the world. No man will ever love me. I have this huge scar. But again, as we get older, I think we start to learn to appreciate our stories mm -hmm. and how it's made us stronger and how it's opened up our experience and really challenged us to accept who we are. You have found the place to be. This is the Self-Love Peddler Show. I'm Sophie McCallum, your personal self-love peddler. Please leave the single narrative, airbrushed, beauty bot images you have been forced fed at the door. Here we examine our relationship with our bodies and the many shapes and nuances our bodies have. The only way to end women's cycle of body shaming, judgment, and self-loathing is through a common pact and plan to change the way we collectively think about our bodies and the bodies of those around us. Welcome to the journey. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Today we have Sherry Johnson here. So happy you're here. Sherry's a certified women's wellness coach and founder of Happy Vibes Health. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to hear about everything that you've built with your business. Mm -hmm. But I want to ask you, um, what was the hardest part of getting to where you are today in your business? Oh, you know, I think the hardest part, and I, I don't know if this ever fully goes away, but it is getting up every morning, believing in yourself, believing in your big why, and just staying consistent. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I recently started to get my first wave of uh, like haters, for lack of a better word, online. Well, congratulations. Thank I always you. hear that's when you know you're really making yeah, it. Yeah, I know. But that's what I decided. I was like, I got one person telling me that like self-love, like the Bible says that like at the end of times, everyone loves themselves. And like that I was, I was basically like the devil because I'm promoting self-love. And it was like, you should love your husband and your children, not yourself. And I was like, I almost wanted to like respond and explain that like, you do a better job of loving other people right. when you love yourself. But I was like, you know, 
I'm just going to let her be her. Yeah, yeah. you're you're not you're <laughs> not going to change her mind in one like <laughs> I think Oscar Wilde said it's not um what the papers write about you, it's how many words they use. Mm-hmm. So, and I've always heard it's none of my business what other people think of me. Yes. Right. Although I said that to my husband once, he's like, "Of course it's your business." I'm like, "Okay." Anyway, so we are talking a lot on this podcast about our bodies. And I know mm-hmm. that you do a lot of work with women, midlife women, and the changing bodies. And tell me about sort right. of like the sort of like mental profile of what you see of women in that situation. Yeah. So, you know, basically just as women, as we age and our hormones start to change and fluctuate, our bodies kind of start to do things that maybe we weren't expecting, we're not aware of. Nobody really sets us up for this like next journey in the chapter of our life. And there is a lot of confusion. It's becoming more and more difficult to accept who you are. And I think even more than that, is as women and as we grow older and our children grow up and they leave the house and form their own lives, it's that idea of, well, what's my purpose now? What is my next journey in this life that is going to fulfill me? And I think a lot of women just don't know. And they're just, they want their confidence back. They want to feel comfortable in their skin again. And yeah, I just see so much of this happening where it's 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 not a, even a physical issue. It's really that internal, emotional, mental challenge. Yeah, and and I think it's compounded. I mean, I can say as someone who's close to 50 and has definitely been in perimenopause for mm-hmm. quite a while. Um, like you, you're at this period where if you're someone who's like had a family and raised children, they go do what they're supposed to do. And even if you're a woman that has been working consistently mm-hmm. outside of the home as well as with your family, like when all of these physical changes start to happen, you kind of start to like get a new perspective on everything. Like it's a time of like, wonderful choices Mm -hmm. but so much change it's almost like you know how do you how do you get comfortable in your new skin so to speak right Right. and like I feel very blessed that as my body has changed in this period and the places that have gotten larger or more fluid (laughs) I've been in a place of like radical self-love where it's like how lucky am I to have gotten to 48 years old, right? right. Like, thank you, universe, you know? Right, right. Um, and, and it's interesting because I believe that this isn't just about, you know, what you're eating and, you know, what workouts you're doing. This is really about how you are loving yourself, which is one of the reasons the name of my company is Happy Vibes, because I want to take this positive approach. And it's interesting because I'll ask my clients or I'll ask the women in my Facebook group, name five things that you love about yourself. And they can't do it. I think the top was three. Somebody came up with three things. Now, I had to finally revise that question to name five things you're grateful for. And Mm -hmm. that was much easier for them to wrap their head around. Now, if I asked them for, you know, 10 things they hate about themselves, they could come up with it in no time. Mm -hmm. Because I honestly believe that if our heart and our mind aren't with us, 
our health is never going to fall in line. No, absolutely not. And it's it's clear in intense mo- emotional moments how connected mm-hmm. our heart and our mind, our mind and our gut. Like our mind has so much control mm-hmm. over how we respond physically. And, you know, it's obvious when there's like the four alarm fire or great joy, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you have these intense, obvious, definable emotions, you can see how your body physically reacts. Right. But it's all that little baby work or or just like quiet, how you treat your your body and your image and your love for yourself inside and out on a daily basis has a profound effect mm-hmm. on your physical being. Yeah, and it's fascinating too because they're actually starting to really study this. Absolutely. So now it's starting to be where science is coming on board and really backing this up with actual evidence Mm -hmm. that how we approach aging from our mental mindset can really determine how well we're aging. So if you're not open to this idea of you know, getting older with this positive attitude that you're, you still have value, you're not invisible, you have purpose, your, your body is, is always eavesdropping on what your mind is thinking. And it's just going to follow along with that. And if you change the way you think about yourself, mm-hmm. you change the way you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Hello, wonderful, worthy, self-loving women. I'm thrilled to introduce you to my newest course, Mastering Your Love Centers Through Conscious, Compassionate Self-Love. There's a gold medal in you waiting for you. Are you ready to accept it? This course is all about the ever-evolving process of self-love and self-discovery. If fully embraced, just like self-love, it is endless and can deliver boundless results. Through this course, you will find yourself living fully as your greatest you. In Flourish and Fly, my introductory course, we talk about learning to love ourselves. We learn to see that we are worth the gold. Here we take action. We grab the gold medal. Remember, you may achieve a silver trying to be someone else, but only you have the right to your gold, to your unique glory. Join me inside of Mastering Your Love Centers Through Conscious, Compassionate Self-Love and grab your gold. It's already yours for the taking. Are you ready to take it? Join me. Your time is now. My father is going to turn 89 on Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. And um, he still works. He doesn't work like full, full time, but he mm-hmm. still works. And he lives in New York, but works in California. And so he'll fly out to California and work for like a week and then fly back. And so like, what would you think that like he'd come back exhausted, right? Yeah. And like, oh, but I tell you, Sherry, he comes back like five years younger every time because why like he rises to the occasion like he knows he has to show up and he's an actor so he has to memorize lines Mm -hmm. and he has to like mentally be there and he has to physically be there and he's working with like these young things so like there's also like I gotta measure up to the crew you know and he sets these expectations for himself and so he goes and he lives up to them and he feels good and he comes back, I swear to God, every time, like looking physically mm-hmm. younger. And the times where he starts to look older, I have noticed, is when he had, like in the in the summer months when like he had, not a lot has been asked of him. Yeah. Right? So like setting these expectations of like, I can, like I can. Mm-hmm. 
and that you have a reason to get up out of bed every morning and show up and you know actually give something back to the world. Yeah. Absolutely. And really that's I have come, you know, I'm as wise as I am, but what I do see as finding purpose, like the meaning of life for me was like embracing what I had to share with the world, right? And mm-hmm. like and fine tuning it and like honing in on what my skills were, what gave me joy, mm-hmm. right? So that's the meaning and the purpose is sharing that with as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. And that can take so many different forms. But it wasn't so long ago that like, you know, at what age, like 59, you're supposed to put your feet up and like do what? Right. Physically change and remove all expectations. Like it's not a recipe for success. And as you say, the hardest part about what you're doing is just showing up every day, continuing to set that bar a little higher, a little higher, a little Mm -hmm. higher. And it's interesting. I do think in general we're on the right path. Totally. And I think as women especially – we're, we really are empowering ourselves and saying, I know what I want to do, and I don't want to be this, like, little old lady. And I've even seen it now where they're, they're showing pictures of what, you know, a 60-year-old woman might have looked like in the 50s and what 60 looks like now. Forget about it. For my and great-grandmother, like, like, my age, she has, like, a little cardigan and short hair. And, like, yeah. she's, like, in her late 40s. And she looks what I think of as 80 now. Mm-hmm. My mother's grandmother. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. But, and as you say, the studies are such that, like, we're really starting to see the science behind this mind-heart connection mm-hmm. and how much we can control how we age. And it's interesting. I had dinner last night with a, a friend I hadn't seen in, like, literally 20 years. Um, and we were talking about how our generation, we're both in our late forties, we were like, we grew up with a lot of the sort of like baggage, like the pre-sexual, like our parents were pre-sexual revolution Mm -hmm. folks. So like we had some of those like matriarchal stuff that we were like pushing through in elementary school and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then when we got out of college, we were at a place where like it was acceptable that we could do and be anything. Mm -hmm. But we were kind of like the first that had all of these options, right? So there wasn't all of the stuff that we're doing now, all of these wonderful businesses like Happy Vibes Health, like the self-love peddler that wants to like help and guide women through all of these different changes. And I feel like now with like people a little bit older than I am, there's this wealth of experience and knowledge and desire to actualize a woman's purpose by helping. Like there's so many places to network and to share. And the internet's helped. I think the internet has actually helped a lot. I think, and it's it's like anything in this world. You can take it for the positive or take it for the negative. And I think if you focus on the positive of what the pandemic has even brought us as far as being able to connect via the internet and Zoom mm-hmm. to people all over the world, it's quite incredible. And I believe like there's so much that we can learn even from just different cultures, you know, just, you know, expanding beyond just, you know, generations, but different cultures and even how how they deal with life and how they view things and how they view aging. Yeah, absolutely. And the beautiful thing about, again, we're going to look at the positive here. So all you cynics who are instantly going to the negative, knock yourself out, but that's not the road I want to travel. The internet has shrunk the globe. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like, 
so much access to so many different experiences and different knowledge. Everything, not only the internet, but like how we get all of our like entertainment, like the ability, you know, I, I'm sure you remember, I remember when you had to like get up, you had, we had channel two, channel four, channel five at some point. But when I was young, there was no channel five, seven, nine and 11 and 13. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And you had to get off the sofa if you wanted to change the channel. And like, so you were sort of like spoon fed. And now, you know, whatever you want, however you want to explore, it's out there. Whatever road you want to take. We're so lucky. So let me ask you, what are five things that you love about yourself? Okay, I can do this. I love my eyes. And one of the reasons I love my eyes is I can see flecks of green in them that remind me of my mom's eyes. Mm, That's nice. Um, I have learned to love my butt. (laughs) Just said that to Angela. It's quite quite large, but I am going to say thank you goodness because growing up I remember I had this big butt and I used to tell my girlfriends you just wait one day the butt is going to be the sexy part of the body and we would all just laugh and laugh and laugh and lo and behold J-Lo and Kim Kardashian come along and I'm like I am like walking in the sun now. (laughs) Thank you Lizzo. (laughs) We love you Lizzo. (laughs) Uh, I love my hands. I love my fingers. I have like these really lovely long fingers. Um, I love my smile. I think it just, I, I, my mom always used to say, oh, Cher, you do not have a poker face. So you always know how I'm feeling. So if I'm smiling, it's genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love my, let's see, I've got one more. I was just going to say, I actually love my stomach. It's, a, it's relatively flat. I have a big scar on it from endometriosis surgery which I thought when I was younger and I got it, I just thought, oh my goodness, this is the end of the world. No man will ever love me. I have this huge scar. But again, as we get older, I think we start to learn to appreciate our stories Mm -hmm. and how it's made us stronger and how it's opened up our experience and really challenged us to accept who we are. So, So yes, I think I love that scar and stomach. So other than life experiences and just getting to a point in life where you appreciate, were there like actual actions you took to find this love? Oh, yes. It was a long, winding path. Um, No, I work on it every single day. It is definitely something that I, I work with a life coach who is amazing and She really, really has opened my eyes quite a bit. I do a lot of journaling. Mm. Um, And then the other thing that really helps is just that internal self-talk and that idea that sometimes I have to stop myself and think, would I say this to my friend? Mm -hmm. Like, why am I saying it to myself? So it's, it's, it's an everyday process. It doesn't end. Well, thank you for being honest about that because it's, You know, it's really easy for people to look at what you've built and how you have learned to help other women and think, like, she's got it all together. So to hear that, like, it's a constant journey for you, that the work is there and it's constant and that, you know, that it goes back to change the way you think about yourself, to change the way you feel about yourself, recognizing when that negative self-talk comes in, how important it is to, like, I always say to honor it for a second and be like, okay, I recognize that you're there. 
I understand where you came from, and I won't go into why we all feel this way because I've said it so many times. Well, I'm going to say it again. Billions of dollars being spent on all those interest fees, <laughs> telling us we're not good enough so that we give them their money, our money rather, and make them rich. <laughs> said it really fast. But, you know, like I understand where this dialogue came from. It was an exterior thing put upon us. And I'm committed to healing. I'm committed to loving, you know, and just like right away, like making that like your knee jerk reaction. Yeah. And it is a choice. It's a choice. And it feels better to go down the path of self-love than self-loathing. Mm -hmm. I always say you've tried hating yourself into a happy, fulfilled yeah. life. Let's try loving you. Yeah. Right? I heard on the news this morning they were talking about the obesity epidemic. And I, yes, I know that there are people who are so heavy that they're getting disease and their health is in jeopardy. But I still think those people deserve the platform to love themselves into a better place. Mm -hmm. You know, just it's so much more effective. Yeah, absolutely. Hate energy and shame energy doesn't propel you forward. And if it does, it's through will, it's through force. And eventually that force ends and you fall into old habits. Yeah. And that's why I always, I always tell my women, I'm like, willpower is such bullshit because it can only take you so far. So you're only really setting yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. If you really do the work and you really start to love yourself, you'll show up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You'll do what's good for you because you love yourself and, and you want to give yourself the best things. Absolutely. Well, that's where thy will be done. It doesn't mean like your will be done. Mm -hmm. It means in, in church, it means God's will, but it's whatever, it's something outside of you, mm -hmm. right? A belief that there's something bigger. So it's not all on your shoulders. And having that energy can be the energy of, as you put it, your women, you know, it can be the energy of whatever resonates with each individual, but focusing on that forced willpower, mm -hmm. eventually it's like, it's like trying, trying to drive your car across the country on one tank of gas. Like yeah. you're never going to get there. No. no matter, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> So tell me, Sherry, where can we find out more about Happy Vibes Health? So the best place to find me and come hang out and have a little fun is on my Facebook group. So the long title of my Facebook group is <laughs> Women Who Want to Balance Their Hormones, Get Healthy, and Lose Belly Fat. Um, I always like to apologize. I'm like, it's for SEO reasons. It's for search optimization reasons. But that is the group. Right. And it's just, it's fun. And, you know, I always like to think of myself, I'm the hostess of the party in there. Well, so I like to keep it very positive and upbeat. I will come in there and hang out. And I thank you so much for hanging out with me here today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. having me. If you are craving to go deeper on your self-love and body love journey, please join me inside my private Facebook group, The Self-Love Chef. We meet once a week to continue our discussions and go deeper. You can also check out my self-love courses and coaching options at selflovepeddler.com. Follow the link in the show description for more details. I leave you with this. The only way to end women's cycle of body shaming, judgment, and self-loathing is through a common pact and plan to change the way we collectively think about our bodies and the bodies of those around us. Sending you peace.